out three wide but he does have cover and Modox last of all Egret took them to the 800 to lead by a long neck on Sniper Fire back in behind them Nostradamus gets a good run back along the rail, better lands out a little bit wider and splitting them Alma Lad, followed by Bring Me The Maid Scissor Kickers right off the track he's having a torrid run, followed by Scratch Me Lucky and Press Report Hallowed Crown is tracking up three and four wide, followed by Backman then Sarajevo, Kameon shooting to win and Modoc last of all, it's Egret in front, lead from Sniper Fire Better Land chiming in on the outside Nostradamus is cutting through with Alma Lad down to the inside, Hallowed Crown and Scissor Kicker coming down the outside Scissor Kick out in the centre with Hallowed Crown, they've moved up now to take over from Alma Lad and Nostradamus and then shooting to win, Hallowed Crown is coming at Scissor Kick, Hallowed Crown and Scissor Kick, Hallowed Crown got his head in front, Hallowed Crown remains undefeated, beats Scissor Kick photo for third between Alma Lad and shooting to win Hello, Crown winning the 2014 Golden Rose as we head into the 2020 Golden Rose. Beaver, what's going on? You just what, watched that what, race in complete bafflement. I don't think you've heard of any of those horses. One for the archives, Daggy. Yeah. I'd, no, I do I'd, remember I'd, a couple of those ones. Fun story about that was um, we were doing a punters club and um, I got the trifecta there, Blanc. Paid about 1200 bucks. Barney never seen so much cash. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Um, so that's my last time I backed a winner. Um, I don't believe it, mate. You've no, been on fire. No, it's been good. It's been yeah. another good week on the punt. Um, the tipping wasn't as great, but you saw him right Wednesday. Yeah, um, good. Good day Wednesday. Particularly early in the day. Yeah, it was uh, a good start. Start off to a really good start. Yeah, first um, three or four in a row, and yeah. um, we were playing in front, which was good. Uh, did you take much out of the week and the week the uh, last weekend? Such a long time ago, mate. I know. I don't remember what happened last weekend. What, what did happen? Uh, there was some racing. Very elegant got beat. Yeah. One. yeah, very um, elegant was a bit of an interesting run. I did say I was a bit worried about um, second up syndrome, and um, I started think she's a wet tracker. Yeah, not only wet, and it wasn't ridden that well sitting. No, a little bit unlucky wide, uh, but Colding was back to his best, and at, at his best, he's yes. obviously a very good miler. Um, Absolutely, l- really liked the win of order of the Garda, which we did, yeah. um, and Behemoth. Behemoth was outstanding, outstanding. Um, dominant, and. Um, We'll go and got a slot in Everest. Just yes. having a look here at uh, ProGroupRacing.com. Check out ProGroup Racing for a lot of these news. Um, and Hugh Bowman's got off. got off his appeal. So he Fancy apparently that. produced some sectional data to support his ride and yeah. they let him off. So a storm in a teacup <laughs> I bet there. you didn't pr- produce any of the cash back to the punters. No, I know. Um, that's right, fun. I can run last in the, go- in the uh, Everest as well. So yeah. that's, that's fine. I don't know if you'll be a Bowman and be booked for that. Um, anyway, we've waffled enough. Let's talk about some racing. Racing. Uh, three different Group One meetings. We've got the Group One racing tonight. A very good Mooney Valley meeting. You're just uh, having your casting your over. Yes. Which we'll talk about later. The oh, yeah. Golden Rose is um, tomorrow afternoon at Rose Hill, where we'll kick off. And we've got the, is it the Turnbull or the Underwood tomorrow, which is one of them. Another Group One, da- uh, the Russian Camelot testimonial race. Is down there as well. Uh, <laughs> let's kick off in Rose Hill, though. Good track at the moment. The rail is... Where are we here? The rail's in the, the rail's true. In the so true, it mate. should play fair enough. Um, Rose Hill's been... the All the tracks have been pretty good the last couple yep. of weeks. Um, so kudos to them. Bit of rain around in Western Sydney now. Nothing dangerous. Uh, it'll be good. Should be perfect racing conditions, really. Yep. Uh, should we skip the highway? Yeah, skip the highway. So, yeah, we're, we're, no, we're me, working on a... Um, it wasn't too impressive, actually. Yes. Are they going to beat her in the Kosciuszko? Don't think they will. So let's. Where's your first bet of the day? Let's uh, get my job. Yeah, nothing in the second for me. That's a lot of stayers going around. Um, yeah, I um, each other again. 
I'll just quickly mention a second. So it is the um, I think the Russian Russian Melbourne <laughs> Melbourne shipper will be hard to beat there. The uh, Exemplar, number six, race one, number six. Coming up, uh, the, a lot of these horses are going round and round and just making up numbers. I like the Exemplar form bringing Persan form. Yep. Last two starts, it should get control here. I like booking a Tommy Berry uh, soft run on the lead from gate two, and um, there's nothing to beat. Yeah. So $3.60 is probably a nice price there. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Cadre Dumas got... Uh, Pipped in similar circumstances the other week, but I think this is, it was a, it was probably an ordinary ride as well. Yeah, we slowed down a bit much, but Exemplar here I think is going to kick us off with a winner in race two. Yep. Race three is a benchmark eight eight over the nineteen hundred meters. Another interesting race. Have you got any opinion here? Look, Dougie, I'm I'm a bit torn. Um, I'm not overly confident in anything. It's a it's an open market five dollars the field. She's ideal. Look, I've tipped it first two. Um, Runs, they haven't been outstanding, to be honest, but gets a chance again. Third up, I'm willing to give it probably one last try. Um, but it's a pretty open race, and horses like Badouche, I think, who beat it last start. Uh, I, I'm i hoping both those emergencies get a start, because they'll be the two I want to back. Uh, we do need a couple of scratchings. So, um, to finish off your point, though, fun fact, what are you getting? Not fun fact, she's ideal, same colours. Yes. $5 there. Um, the three of interest to me, I can't rub a stamp in but the three I'm going to sort of play around with, uh, thought of that, again, the Melbourne form, I like that it's going to be on pace, it was very good behind uh, Shandy a couple of weeks back, I like the booking of Nash, where I think it sits just behind the leader here, for, fun fact would lead, I'm suggesting, uh, where are we, yep, sits just in behind them, and uh, if not underneath them, Nash, the Nash bookings a tick. I like control, and there's not a lot of chases here around ten dollars. Uh, I also like the two emergencies coming out the same thing. I think Quintess is a nice horse, and um, if I like Quintess, I've got to like Badouche. So both those two are in the double figure mark uh, down the bottom. If they get a run, I'll be looking to back Quintessa coming through the Toffee Tongue and Colette. I know it's um, Philly's form, but I think she's shown that she's come back in quite good order. The stable is going well, and Badouche is flying. The only time it's missed a place is when it missed a start by three lengths. Other than that, it's um, been great all prep, so easy for me to like those those two at the bottom there. In terms of an actual tip, I'd be more building a book around them than tipping anything in this race. Yeah, same. So, um, race four, the gloaming. This might be one of the worst gloamings I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, group three, this is a midweek race dressed up here. Do you have a thought, though? Look, I think the favourite's had three out of three, but it's a bit skinny for me. Green Goldman form, yeah. Yeah, Goldman form. It did form, uh, run through the line like a nice horse. And it did, and um, Nash is the booking, and he went down to Goldman. That to was the only it. thing I could find, that he followed it down to Goldman. Yeah. I've I've been impressed with the first two runs of Cardinabia. Yep. And there's no reason that he can't run well again uh, around the $10 mark. Uh, its first start run was good. I fought on well, last start just off the pace um, and found the line okay, stepping up again to 1,800. But uh, Waller knows how to produce these horses and has a few in the race and this is potentially his best. What do you make of uh, Bucharest? That yeah. That's where you liked it last start. I did like it last start, but, geez, it was very disappointing. When you're beaten by Coterie, it's um, a concern. Yeah, and ran... Kudos to uh, a big shout out to Nini, though, one of the owners of Codering. Um, but, 
and congratulations to her, but um, I can't take any out of that race. And the rest of this is uh, midweek form at best. Yeah, it's it's like it's well bred uh, Bucharest and looked good first two starts. If you if you want to forgive it, then by all means forgive it. Um, no, I don't. <laughs> I just thought I'd ask. Yeah, if you want to talk about something? Uh, I couldn't really. Yeah, love taps too short, but um, the lead was Nash there, but I can't stamp anything here. No. Race five, we're rolling through this in good order, Beaver, but uh, the Heritage Stakes, though, finally we can get our teeth into a few of these. Uh, 1,100 metres, and uh, I'm pretty keen here on... Where am I? Uh, no, I'm not. Here. I say I'm Forbidden Love, of course. I'm keen to. Yeah, Forbidden Love comes through the Dangerous L form. She yep. was good in that yeah, race, led heart. them up. And, um, it was a sitting shot for both of them. Exactly. Um, and stuck on really well. Yep. And uh, I think it's the right form. Dame Giselle's stout that, obviously. And leads this one. Um, I'm, they've gotten rid of Six Gun. I think Six Gun's a nice horse, but keeps missing the start. So how can you have any any faith there? But for me, I should stamp one so I can put a graphic up. Uh, race 5, number 10, Forbidden Love. Yeah, $4.20 is good, good value mm. at the moment. Um, yeah, I like it. Anything else in the race? Not really. Yeah, there's a bit of a tail here. Yeah. Uh, my bush or my fresh might be the uh, the uh, different form there. The Shannon Stakes, a group two, over 1,500 metres. Another less than inspiring race, can we say? Yeah, it is. It's, um, there's a couple of horses that, you know, in most of these markets, but outside of that, it looks looks average, and that's probably why you're getting such good odds. Do you, um, do you, do you like anything? Well, I'm... Happy to stick with I Am Superman. Mm, it was a nice win. It was a very nice win first up. Um, they put money on it. It didn't let the punters down. And bringing it back to Sydney, because it was in Melbourne, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah. down at Caulfield, yep. Um, bring it back to Sydney for a race like this, I think it's got to be super hard to beat. It's weighted well um, in, a horse, uh, in a race like this. Drawn well in seven. I think it's set to get the run of the race. And... Um, Looks looks outside the the favourite, which is only just favourite. Just thinking, I don't think there's too much else in this race. No, they're, they're the two, um, they're, and they're the two leaders. Quaker Jack, uh, disappointing at Newcastle, uh, but they're through the same form line there. Rock won like a good horse uh, without us after we tipped it first up, yeah. and up and dominated Newcastle. But um, nothing wrong with that form. I think just thinking, see to run well. And a little bit of the Taikamochi thing that they've got to actually run past this with a bunch of non-chasers. But yeah. I am Superman. I like the return. I know they've got a wrap on it. Uh, I think it's a nice style of a horse too, from what I'm led to believe. And uh, the market's probably right. Like a, a race like this, Daggy, you, this is like the strategy I would use here would be something like um, my main bet would be I am Superman and you put 20, 75% of your stake on that. Yep. Maybe a bet boost if you've got one. Um, and then you can sit with the other twenty five percent on just thinking, yeah, and if just thinking beats you, um, you're going to get your money Shut back. back out, yeah, and if I am Superman, you're going to have a nice tidy little win. Uh, are you a big exotic player? You play? I'm not a massive exotic player. No. Um, I'd prefer I prefer more. You know, I find it hard enough to back winners, and that's yeah, enough I'm on the same the line. So I, um, I don't. I try not. Yeah, I I don't, and I don't have the time really to try yes. and get clever with um. Putting yes. together duets and um, what are they called the things where they run t- they run uh, one and two. Yes. <laughs> um, I've just had a brain freeze. Trifectas and quinellas—they're the ones. Um, so that might be the option there for those that do like to play it. Yep. Uh, if you are doing that, uh, Quacker Jack probably sits behind them as well for your trifectas. But 
Um, I think I think you summed it up nicely there. I think you'd build a book around those two. Yep, good work. Let's get to the group one. Yes. Uh, the Golden Rose, uh, as we heard, run by Hollywood Crown, which I believe was James Cummings' first group one. Uh, Bivouac, The Autumn Sun, Trapeze Artist, Tuwak, Tuwaktof. Uh, so a fair honour roll. Um, yep. Traditionally, it's not anymore, but it used to be the first group one of the autumn in um, of the spring in Sydney. As the rain now does hit Western Sydney, everybody. So and the wind. And the wind. Uh, are you with the favourite? Hard to go past, isn't it? Mm. Hard to go past. It's actually a fairly small field. Um, it was pretty impressive last start. Yeah. And there's no reason here that's probably not going to have the same amount of luck. It's probably even might even lead this lot. Would you think? Uh, I think so, unless Yardstick's a complete bunny. Yeah. But I can't see Yardstick going as fast as Farnham. Um, Peltzer probably posies up with it. And uh, the rest are out the back. North Pacific could improve, I think. Yes. When you get the races where they get so stretched out, it takes a sprint out of some of them. Yes. But I think Rothfire's a real deal. I think it wins this, and I think it goes on to start close to favourite in the Everest. Yep. Uh, has it got a spot in the Everest yet? Good. I'm glad I gave you the question without notice. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. I know Farnan has. I think Rothfire's still shopping. But I think it's a, I think it's a much better horse than... Um, a lot of the stuff currently in the Everest. Real deal, it wins this. Last time we got to 1,400 metres at one by four lengths, so no issues with the distance as well. Yeah. Good horse. Easy. Cool. Too good for these. Yep. And we'll get to race eight, where another good horse goes around here, the Golden Pendant, group two for the 1,400 metres, for the Phillies and Mares, and I'm going to back up with my girl, Hortbury on her. I think she... This is an easier race than what she won first up. Similar, actually. Most of them are tied together. Sits... Uh, Crosses again, maybe sits outside, positive piece, but should be dominant here. Um, I think c- continues onwards and upwards, and probably, I wonder if they keep afresh and go Everest, or whether they keep stepping up and go towards the Epsom. Uh, but she'll win this. J-Mac on to tick, um, tick, 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 uh, will win this. Hard to find anything else to beat it. Um, probably worth jumping on now. Gate 15, I think it might come in a couple of... Yeah, it's couple a, really a couple two of scratchings. So it's probably now into gate 13... They're going to go use her up early, get across, and then, yeah, something's going to have to come over the top. You've got a – she's got the choice, though, because the advantage of being on pace from out there is she can come across and sit wherever she wants, really, behind Adelong yeah. and positive piece. Yeah, that's right. Um, with the other two drawn inside her. Adelong maybe bounce back a little bit, but, yeah, Hortbury on her, uh, one of my better bets today. there. I'm pretty keen to back into this card yes. after a slow start. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. A- and let's wrap up with Mask Crusader in the last. Yep. Interesting, Rock O'Clock has been scratched and saved for this race. Uh, but Mask Crusader um, finally gets everything in its favour. You know the Mara? interesting one there? The jockey booking. James McDonald. Mm. Tommy Berry always rides for those colours. And I think this is um, I think this is them throwing everything at it, saying this is its race. Yep. J-Mac on. Uh, who's Gate Berry two. on? Gate 2. So they'll go forward. Hawks are a bit like, well, they'll always go forward when they draw well and tend to go back when they don't. Very so tough. posit up here and there's not much pace. Like, it can lead this and yes. it should, which I called for it to do last week. Uh, roll forward lead and just dominate this like it did the time it won in a canter leading. Uh, J-Mac will sit where it wants and this it should win. Um, I like Rock O'Clock. Yep. I don't like it in this race, though. Yep, I'm with Nothing you. Nothing much to add, really. Not much to add. Interesting to see where Bottega heads throughout this campaign. But, um, yeah, excellent. Nice finish to the day for the punters. And you're in charge of our Sydney quaddy. I imagine it's going to be a bit skinny. Yes, look, it's not a lot of fun, this quaddy, to be 
brutally honest with you, Daggy. Um, there's almost no value to be had, really. There's almost not even worth. Like you throw, you lucky get your money back if if it goes to plan. You need a split, and I can't even. Yeah, envisage I, one. I can't. I can't envisage one either. Um, I'd be. I'd be rather than quaddy this week. I'd be. Would you? Th- would you entertain a treble or a? Mine would be just go Rothfire, put Brown her. Yep. Brown her, Mask Crusader all up. Yep. Which you'd get. Um. Probably you'd get close to ten bucks for it actually. Yeah, you get ten bucks. It's nice. That's a it's um you'd be pretty pretty comfortable, put, I think. Put your fifty on that, get yeah. your five hundred and And um enjoy the weekend. Yeah, that's what I'll do, mate. Excellent. We'll leave it at that then. You got a value? could you find a value? I, I sort of struggled with value across uh Yeah, my value was um came up in race four, was number five, Cardinabia. Okay. Ten dollars. I I think that's a good value bet. My value is race three. I, I, without knowing who gets a run, it'll be uh, either Quintessa or Badouche, depending if they both get a run. If Badouche starts, I'll, I'll, I'll make that my value of the day. Yep. Uh, also, like I said, thought of that's the danger there. My best of the day will be Hotbury on her, um, but take your pick. I, I think Rothfire wins. I think Mask Crusader wins. Yeah, Mask Crusader for me. I'll so if you if we have to stamp one? Yep, Mask Crusader, right. Mask Crusader right. will be my best. You take that for your... Um, your spreadsheet, and I'll take Hopby on her for the records. Beautiful. There you go. Let's get down to Melbourne. Caulfield, uh, a cracking card. Interesting card because a lot came out today for tonight. Yes. Um, and another card where I've struggled to find value, really. Um, but the, the rail is in the uh, six-metre mark as well. It should play okay. Caulfield's been pretty good the last okay. couple of weeks. You know my motto around value? What's that? Winners. Yeah, you can't eat odds. Yeah. Right? Yep. I'm with you. you don't go break... But- Backing winners, mate. <laughs> exactly. Uh, let's get... I think the track will play fine. I don't... Uh, you want to see him be able to make ground first and generally uh, the leader in the first at Caulfield uh, has a quite a good record, which yes. is probably where we're going to start in a sec. Uh, no tricks to the track, you're thinking? No tricks. A little bit of rain around, I believe, but I we'll guess we'll see watching the Mooney Valley coverage and we'll have an idea of that. Yep. But for now, we're going to treat it as a as a good-to-dead track. In the old, do you like how romantic in the first? We love How Romantic. It's one of ours, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, you're stamping it? I'm putting a graphic up? I am stamping it as very, very, very hard to beat. I think its first up run was pretty good. Um, you know, it just fell in, but it was in probably what appeared to be the worst part of the track later in the day. Yeah, yeah. And still held them off and won well. So, look, I think it's going to be... the Less super, pressure super here. Hard, less pressure. Uh, gets its own way. Gets across, gets its own way, and... Um, Hopefully it pings in the straight and gets us started. The only one I would even be worried about is now Craig Williams has got his spring form, um, a duck and weave ride yeah. from Pinion who's got a good turn of foot and does. genuine 1,000-metre horse and oh, 1,100-metre, um, but 1,000-metre to 1,100 is fine for it and has had a kill now at Cranbourne. Uh, but I think first leader at Caulfield will get the chockies there. How romantic as well. Uh, where are we heading to next? Um, you got anything in a second? Yeah, I do. I like Duke of Plumpton. Okay, yeah. I followed it most oh. of the last preparation, um, and it hurt me a little bit with a couple of seconds, but I'm hoping first up it's ready to go, and Paddy Payne's training really well at the moment. So I think uh, um, there's been a bit of money for it already, uh, around the $6.50 mark. I think that's a nice little bet in the second. As my Wi-Fi drops out, what's going on here? I'll put up some form. Uh Duke of Plumpton, beautiful. I, I didn't really have one there, but we'll head, I'll head into the third. And I was going to ask your thought on Skyman being so long. 
Do you like it in the third or yeah? Look, I am going to stick with Skyman purely because of the 650. Um, backed it first two starts after the prep. Backed it last start. I think it was my value last start. Yeah. Um, and got way out of a, out of the ground, and they couldn't they couldn't make ground from yeah, it was back complete and forgive. It was a dead set. Put a line through it. Um, it's going to get back again, uh, being drawn gate twelve. Um, I'm just hoping there's no effects of last run, but I think it'll it'll run a lot better tomorrow than what it did last start. So I'm willing to give it uh, one more go. Thoughts on the favourite there? Yeah, look, obviously he's got a bit of ability, um, but I'd probably just want to see it once more at the at the skinny odds before I fell into it. It's it got did 60. win like a nice horse, but I. Feels short to me. Yeah, it I, feels I, short to me in sixty-one kilos. Um, again, just feels a little bit. Yeah, I'm just not quite sure. I'm going to make a case here for a, a good idea at forties, only because it's the weakest race this has been in a while, and um, I've got a bit of an opinion of the horse. It is honest. It um, led him up in that chosen one race, uh, and just tied at the end. But I, th- I'm. I think this is a, a suitable race for it at the big price, and I don't have to think too much to bet when you can probably get. I'll probably get fifties tomorrow. Yes. Um, and hard to get a line through for the favourite Toulouse form. Yeah, that's right. And then just being the uh, place Toulouse. <laughs> and then, um, and then the rest of them are all. To, the thing is, you can get a line through Lord Bruiser on in the bottom, the bottom few are all through that race yeah. down down Dory. So you can sort of get a line there, which meant I'm looking more towards the season horses at the top here. Like um, even Cinder Wind shouldn't be forties in this race. Yes, um, some decent value. Yeah, uh, and I I agree with you. I completely forgive Skyman. It's done nothing wrong. Like it, hit, it even hit the line okay when the worst part of the track when it had no chance of winning. Yep. And before that was dominant. Race four takes us to the Testarossa Stakes over the 1,200 metres, a listed race. Uh, we've got Alpha Aura coming out of this, so it's taking up uh, nearly yeah. 40% of the market here. It's coming out, which is interesting. Because is Brooklyn Hustle coming out as well? Was it in tonight? It was. I have a look. If it is, then um, we got issues. Yeah. Let's have a look. It's gonna. Ma- it's it gonna was. Make I, I had built this. All my notes really are based skin. around um, the clash only, of these two. Yeah, there's only eight eight in it, and I'm pretty sure I saw um, Brooklyn Hustle in tonight as well. Sorry, folks. While we um, let's uh, work on the fly, you'd think we'd write this stuff down. Uh, no, our four is just tonight, unless it's in the Moya. Which I'm pretty sure it's yep. not. There it is. Where? Oh, it is too. Ten. Told you. Price fourteen bucks. Um, so if they're both running tonight, this race falls right away, and Order of Command probably wins it. Yeah, and I'll just I'll stay clear until. Yeah, I, I I haven't I did my form based on both those being here. Yeah. So let's uh, swash past that one into the uh, forty hundred meter race five, where we see the two out of. Uh, Two weeks back, Windstorm and Trave, my friend, come up against Buffalo River. And uh, Buffalo River is one of mine. I like the fact it's going to control this race. It is a good horse, and it, uh, dry Caulfield suits it. It's going to st- um, steam around here and um, be very hard to run down. Yep, I agree with you. I really like uh, Buffalo River. It's a horse that I've got a bit of an opinion of. Uh, Windstorm, false favourite. Um it had every chance last start. And it it just ground once it got out, didn't it? It just ground. Still, I know it still got past the winner, but I thought it was going to ping the run it had and just ground away. Oh, it had just a beautiful sit at the 200. I just, I think, I just went get on. Yeah, uh, we were already um, 
<laughs> we, we, we were sitting next to each other and we were already um, heading to the bar, I think. It was my of the day. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I was bitterly disappointed that it, you know, and then it just started just to grind at the 100. I'm like, it's not going to get past the leader, and it got past the leader, but the other thing just flashed. And so do you take Trevi, my friend, on that value, or do you just ride off the whole race? Oh, look, Trevi, my friend, was a good run last night, and it's been, you know, it's just a little bit hard to catch. Uh, and last on the turn at Caulfield's a different recipe to last on the turn at Flemington. Correct. So I, I just think Buffalo River will get a cushy run in front and they'll find it hard to run it down. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, one of the one I'm, I'm more excited about that than uh, some of the other races on the card, actually. Yep. Uh, let's kick off the quaddy now <laughs> as we get to the Guineas Prelude, I believe. There we go. My system catches us yet. The Guineas Group Prelude for the boys, three-year-old boys. Over the 1,400 metres, what do you think here? Well, Cherry Tortini's going to come out, right? Yep, Cherry Tortini is coming out, and I believe uh, another one comes out tonight as well. Not to worry. We'll we'll push on. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go for Prague. Mm-hmm. So I thought the first up run was reasonably well. Uh, was uh, I'm not sure that, he, that Prague actually enjoyed the straight track. Um, I thought it was a good run. I thought it was a good, good run, run. And did and a lot of dog. Care. They went. Um, he went for him very early too. Like he wasn't travel. Just didn't travel up the straight. And still held on. Um, keep talking. And yeah, so I agree with you. like it is drawn a bit wide here in thirteen. But again, there's going to be a few scratchings, which is probably going to. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up in ten or something like that. Which is fine because I think it goes close to leading. This it goes close Bartley to leading. Probably leads along with. It. Yeah. Yeah, Bartley, Bartley will probably lead, and it may sit outside or just behind yep. Bartley. Um, so uh, I'm expecting a much improved run from Prague, and yeah, I think it'd be hard to beat. Um, Main Danger's certainly the favourite. I thought its first up run was good, and there's no reason it won't run well again. I would have been keen on Cherry here when I did this race originally, um, but Prague was the obvious one on pace. I thought uh, that was a good grounding for this. Uh, Camborne was a nice midweek winner a couple of weeks back. Um, I was going to say maybe too short, but when it's $6 a field, I suppose it's not. Um, I think Prague's a bet as well. $8. Good job. Excellent. Let's head into the, now we get the girls' version, over the 1400 as well. Uh, and as my form guide joined us, there we go. What do you think? Night Raid. Yeah, it's a nice horse. Yeah, it looks a really nice horse. I, I know they've got big wraps on instance celebrity as well, but I was super impressed with the the way Night Raid. Raid, when it got out, hit the line. Uh was very impressive. Beat a fairly good horse that's franked that form. Yep. Um, it's, uh, I liked, just when it got clear, the way it, like it was soft, but when it got clear, it just, yes. uh, and it had the race over as soon, the minute it got out. Yeah, that's right. Um, and it, if it got out earlier, it would have been... Aidensfield, who's, who ran well again. That's right. At the week. And outside <laughs> of that, I think, you know, outside of the top two, I don't see too many... Too much problems no. with this field. Mosey so. probably showed itself where it is last start, and there's nothing else here. Yeah, I think Night Raid just sits behind them, and in the straight's going to probably pop out and whisker. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about the favourite because it was some sort of win last start. It was last at the 200 uh, and giving away about six lengths and just reeled it in. Uh, was an amazing win, but uh, I think the time stacked up, but it may have been. It, the form itself, I suppose, is, is just more fulfilled form, and um, Night Raid probably would have done the same thing. So, yeah, um, like I just worry because it's start before that it was, yeah, it was beating a Gawler. Yeah, uh, no, it wasn't. No, undefeated. Uh, sorry, that was a trial. That was a trial. I'm yep. looking 
the Koala, sorry, um, Morfordville, um, yeah. and beat the Brumby, which... Yeah, there's not much there. Not much there, um, so... No, I think we're in accordance again. Yep. It's been, been uh, scary the last couple of weeks. Don't get to argue as much. All right, <laughs> let's get on to the Underwood over the I'm, 1,800 I'm, I'm metres. You can see I'm bitterly disappointed by that. Yeah, I know. Are we going to argue about this, or are you tipping Russian Camelot? Well, there's nothing to argue. No. Do you want to talk us through it? Uh, look, I'll talk you through it. First up with... <laughs> Got the win. That's a, yeah. It was outstanding. Yeah. I was filthy because um, I did switch off Fierce Impact and backed Rashid Camelot. And no, you didn't? Yeah, you. Me. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> um, and halfway down the straight, I just went, how good is this? This yeah. is just, I thought, it, it had every right just to capitulate. So yeah. First up, sitting three wide, hard run, <laughs> and then hit the line. Fierce Impact sprinted, and then Rashid Camelot, if, if they went another 50, would have won. Past the line, it was back yeah. in front. Yeah, it was uh, perfect ground for this. It's proven itself, obviously, to go spaced into the derby and win the way it did. It's a good horse, and then to do that again, sit wide on a group one, um, in a group one, and do it. I wonder what Oliver does here. I wonder if he goes, probably goes back. Um, probably not a lot of pace here, to be honest probably with sits you. Sits in the middle somewhere, I'd say. Um, Harbour views will probably go forward. I'd say so. Maybe chosen one. Trap for Fools, Galo Chop will go forward too. Yes. Maybe there's a little bit of pace. Um, Humidor's win last start, do you take that at face value or is that a... Yeah, I'll just take that on face value. Uh, probably, you know, stun that before at Mooney Valley. Yeah. Just sit, 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 bang. Yeah. Um, I think that's probably its one for the... Yeah, and doesn't win all that often. Uh, Harvey Views has shown itself up. The chosen one was a nice return uh, and I know they've got an opinion of it. Yep. Maybe needs it wet. I think it was probably the Cornell horse to be honest with you, the chosen one, uh, because the rest is... Falls away and there's a lot of uh, old, yeah, old could, soldiers could here. Could run a sneaky race if there's no pace and gets its own yeah, way. Yeah, maybe maybe goes on forward the, there. The pace, yeah. Um, but yeah, favourite's hard to beat. Very hard. Let's wrap up the day with the 1700 metres. A wide open affair. Do you are you splitting the market here or super super hard race this one? Uh, I don't really know where to go. To be to be honest. Um, if I'm forced to have a pick, I'll probably give Shot of Irish a crack. Uh, a bit, you know, it's played up a bit the last two starts. Yeah, but if it can get to the barriers and get in the barriers and not play up, um, might get a few favours here in front. I think it. it there's not much here. Invelock probably sits outside it, and that's about it. Yeah, really. so I think yeah. it might get a little bit of its own way. And at eight dollars, uh, I think that's worth a play. A, a Junipal was. Soft last start. Um, it was a pretty easy win, but there was a pretty weak field and yeah. had the sitting shot, gaps yeah. open at the right time, and it didn't blow them away. Um, gate 14, I don't think it's going to have as good luck in this, and therefore it's going to have to probably get a little bit further back in the field or have some kind of luck getting across. So whether it can produce a big enough finish to come past some of these, I don't know. I... Um I can't even tell you why, to be honest with you. I, I struggle with this, but I just wanted to be against Junipal. I just felt that uh, non-conformist might be a better horse on the way up. And so just, I'm, I'm worried they'd go back to last. It's the only concern. So I want to see how the track's playing. But if you can run on, I think non-conformist might be on the way to better races than this. Again, in a race where the top half of the field are just um, there for the day out. Realm of Flowers comes out that's running tonight. So, yeah. And um, if Short of Irish goes around, it'll run a place. Because yep. there's no other pace here. Uh, I'm in charge of the quaddy here, I believe. You are in charge. Um, a bit, of the it's a bit trickier than uh, your one. 
So I'm going to go first leg, 1, 3, 4, 5, 8 and 10. 1, 4 and 5, second leg, 7 and 10 in the group 1, which means I'm saving on... Who's the one I'm saving on there? Who's the 7? Chosen one. Oh, cho uh, I'm throwing chosen one in here just in, just for some value. And three, eight, nine, three, eight, nine, and ten. In the last fifty bucks gets you thirty-four point seven percent. What's your best in value? My best bet is Night Raid. Race seven, number five. Is my best bet of the day. Nice little bit of value as a best bet. And my value bet of the day comes up in race six, number one, Prague. Around the eight dollars mark. Good, good. I am um, going to make my best Russian Camelot. Yep. Uh, I'll jump into Group One. I'm hoping marginal black odds there, uh, but I'll throw up um, Buffalo River as well, just as a just as a one I'm really keen on. My value is going to be a good idea. Thirty five bucks. Yeah, throw that in. Nice one. What just, race? Uh, race. It was no race two, wasn't it? Race two yep. number. Race two number. Talk amongst yourselves, punters. Race three, it was. Race three, number five. Good idea. $41 available now for that. Beautiful. And we'll head... Do you want to go north before we look at tonight? No, we'll just go to tonight. All right, cool. I want to mention the difference running at Morphville, who we both spruiked... Um, the what? The difference. Oh, Yes. We both spruiked out a week ago. It's gone back to Adelaide and it will win that. I think it's race seven there. All right, tonight we've got the Moya Stakes Group 1 Sprint 4 at Mooney Valley kicking off night racing. So it's what a early. beauty. It's a ripper card. Great R card. It's nearly a, a better race. card. Uh, it's nearly a better card than tomorrow. Uh, ripper Fantastic race as well. Do you want to quickly run through yeah, the thoughts there? Yeah, we've got Fabagino. 420, Daggy, Bella Vella, last start winner, 650. Pippi, fresh. Yep, uh, winner. First up, $8. Trekking, fresh, 950. Diamond Effort, outstanding. First up, $10. Uh, happy to put a line through Jungle Edge. Um, and Hanseatic is $10, which was um, some run. First up as well. Was, yeah. Um, any thought? Oh, look, I'm going to go Fabagino. I'm not convinced Mini Valley is the most suitable track for Fab for Fabergino. I think it you know it loves the, the Flemington and the big open. You know he's a big fella. He likes the big open tracks, but I just really like this horse. I think it's it's got something special about it. Yep. And four dollars twenty. I think if this was down the straight at Flemington, it'd be two dollars twenty. Oh, if it was up the straight, yeah, I think so. Um, so and I did see. I think it's trialed quite well. Yeah. Good race. Uh, I really I like Pippi as a horse. I think Mooney Valley suits it, but a ton of speed, so that could be its downfall. Um, nice blending run for Fabergino might be too good here. Uh, and throughout the after the evening, there's a couple of other good bets actually. Alpha Oro's been saved for tonight. Yes, I think race that'll win three. Yep, race three, Alpha Oro, and we'll finish the day as well with all the evening eight o'clock tonight. Um, so there are uh, perfect draw in the last as well. Yep. Uh, so with no crowd there, it's an early start, early finish. So the races kick off quarter past five and go through to quarter to nine. Yeah. Which is a nice, um, a nice prime time thing that they've done, I guess, for racing. And I'm um, looking forward to sitting back tonight and and watching them. Yeah, it's good good way to start the weekend, isn't it, mate? It is. Yeah. Um, so particularly if you just hopefully you get a few winners and you're not 
short of cash. And a great clash, actually, of the three-year-olds was the other one. The Stutt Stakes, Cherry Tortoni versus Glenn Fiddick. That should be interesting as well. Very good. All righty. Um, much to add? You, have you had a look at Queensland? No, yeah. it's Gold Coast and... Toowoomba. It's Toowoomba Cup Day. Toowoomba. Is it? Toowoomba, Toowoomba Cup Day. Toowoomba Cup Day. Uh, the horse that beat Alligator Bloods in it, and it'll probably win, and I can't think of its name. Uh, the Odyssey. The Odyssey. The Odyssey will be very hard to beat there. In the, oh, yeah, Toowoomba Cup. Yep. Yeah, the Odyssey, $3.80. Yeah, hard to beat. Yeah. Um, next time I'll bring my form guide, so I'm not waiting for the Wi-Fi. But apart from that, check out Pro Group Racing um, for all your punting news. And um, they've got some odds comparison facilities there. There's form guides coming, some exciting stuff happening on Pro Group Racing. Check that out. Um, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Give us a like and a thumbs up. You can also get the audio now. If you are listening to this, you'll be aware of that. But we're on Spotify and iTunes. Yeah. And show us your tips. So, so my mate uh, Chancio, when he's walking the dog, can he, check it out. He, he claims to be running um, <laughs> around, uh, but he's walking the dog. He can have a listen. Yep, good stuff. Uh, so give us some feedback there. Uh, it all helps out. Check out Progroup Racing. They look after us. And um, there's some exciting stuff coming online around in the world of racing for them. Beautiful. All right, good job, Beaver. We will, uh, good luck, punters, and we'll catch you next week. Cheers.